0: Ladies and gentlemen, you ready? It's Trash Panda Podcast. This is gonna get gross.
1: Welcome to this week's edition of Trash Panda Podcast. I'm Colin, and I'm Guts, and I'm about to have another heart attack because we got somebody that I've like admired my whole life. Yeah. Do you want to
0: do you want to intro? Do we want to do it. It is, and, and, and you know, it's kind of weird too because I wanted to start getting bigger guests, and we're starting with the top of the list. The, yeah. top, the, the person that was the highest on our list, so we only have got downhill to go from here. Today and, we are we are joined by one of the best St. Louis musicians. Stevie Wing.
1: Hey, hey, hey. What's up, y'all? How you doing, How you guys Steve? doing? And we're live in his hot dog shop. Like, I'm, like, shaky. It's, <laughs> like, my favorite place ever, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. The best, yeah, best, uh one of the best St. Louis bands and one of the best St. Louis eateries. You're- oh, man, thanks, y'all. You got it covered. I must admit, uh I actually haven't had this until it was this location, probably about six months ago. It's probably the first time I finally made it down here. Oh, cool. But, yeah, now... I'm eating, here, now I'm here whenever I can
2: you know, what's up? <laughs> I
1: mean I just like that you throw like like little parties like yeah the hot dog eating contest what, yeah. sunday? was sunday and sunday yeah. i was in it i ate three hot dogs i was last place but
0: <laughs> i mean that's understandable you I mean, had yeah. your heart attack but. i did
1: but i'm doing well you gave it a try man i gave it a try that my kid very... got dunked my d- my kid dunked steve in the I dunked got dumped, tanks. Yes. oh yeah yeah it was fun times man and that's why i wanted him on here too He's so he's big in the he loves these places yeah. and that's why i was, Love the yeah. shit,
0: man. When you when you pick were looking to move this to this building, was that next door plot uh, one of the selling points?
2: Um, we we really looked at this building because it used to be Manja. Okay. It used to be Manja Italiano, which have been here for like thirty years and is a huge part of the neighborhood forever. So uh, our other shop was across, just only across the way. Yeah, yeah. So when this one became available. And I was like, man, we have to get this Manja location because it's iconic. Yeah. So we immediately, like, as soon as we found out, we immediately hit up the landlord and the uh, previous owner, just so they wouldn't ask anybody else or let anybody else talk right. to them about it. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, we got on it and moved, up, moved right on it, and we changed a lot. And in, in, in here, we did leave the main mural. Oh, that's so, that's
1: original. I didn't know
2: that. Yeah, the mural's been here forever. Uh, so, and uh, it was painted by a guy named Wayne St. Wayne. So he painted it over a course of like 20 years. Oh, wow. And so when we when we let the public know that we were moving in here, the public was like, you better leave the artwork.
0: Just throw up a white coat of paint over the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, oh my God. We would have we, would have, we would have been uh, in big trouble if we'd have done that, Yeah. <laughs> But
1: I, I love the fact that there's an outside and you can go like yeah. sit out there and he's like
0: they got games out there yeah. like that's yeah we were out for uh, National Hot Dog Day that uh-huh. was awesome yeah. yep that, that was park so cool. is uh
2: the park's part of the city the CID uh, South Grand CID runs it yeah so it's uh it's open to anyone who wants to use it or rent it out. For us, we just rent the park out for the uh, for our events. Oh yeah, yeah. Awesome. So um, that is really cool. It's super convenient in that it's almost connected
0: to our restaurants. We can yeah. do a lot of cool things in there. Yeah. yeah
1: that, so if you just rent the park, you rent. You basically just you got food, you got a place to hang out. Yeah, you're you got, be-
0: you're benefiting no matter yeah, what, even if awesome. it's not your event. You're yeah. Steve's hot dog right right Correct. next to the place. Correct. Yep. Yeah.
1: I was just saying, too, you sell these THC drinks now, and now, now I want a basket of fries.
0: So.
2: <laughs> we know what we're doing. I know what.
1: I, that's good
2: marketing right there. So
0: how does have you always wanted to be any type of restauranteur or anything? Like, how does one go from the urge to Steve's Hot Dogs?
2: I, I, I really was looking to start a second business. Like, we were doing a lot of music. Right. Uh, and I was playing a lot, and so I just was looking for another business I could start uh, from the ground up. And I like food, and the fact that it it, mix, it matches with what we're doing we're playing shows we're playing music people come out of venues and they're hungry mm-hmm. right yeah. um, and so the, the initial idea was to try to feed uh, those people coming out of venues so I'm like how can I do that you know what I mean without actually opening a restaurant right now mm-hmm. and so the mobile hot dog cart was uh, was something to do so it was an yeah. idea so yeah. I just kind of said fuck it I'm going to do it so yeah. I, I bought the thing like I don't know, maybe I will do something with it, or maybe I won't, but I brought it with me. I put it in the back of the van.
1: Yeah?
0: And started setting it up at the shows, and it was really fun, and we sold a ton of food. I mean, it'd be one thing if it was just going off the name. I think you'd probably be successful if it was garbage food, but it's not. <laughs>
2: it's not garbage It, garbage it stands food, on its own. It's, yeah.
0: It's, yeah, that was the idea.
2: And when we really got into... It took a minute to develop the flavor profile and all that. But when we really got into opening the restaurant, I'm like, we're opening a restaurant for... One, and for two, it's going to be on the hill. Yeah. Which is, like, one of the greatest, like, culinary areas of the city. So, I mean, everything we do
0: has to stand up. Oh, yeah, my secret, uh, like, favorite lunch spot is in the back side of the hill on Sublet uh Joe Fossey's. Oh, Fossey's great. I love Joe Fossey's. I need He's to probably, go there.
1: I still haven't gotten His meatball there.
0: sandwich is fantastic. Oh, my God, they're so good. <laughs> yeah. Even just, like, their regular sandwich, it's yeah. just the ingredients are so yeah. great.
2: and that's the whole thing. You got, when you make a sandwich... Especially if you own a restaurant, every single ingredient has to be top notch yeah. yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, I yeah. love I, I I just walked in there one day on a on a whim and I was like, I'm pretty sure I'll be back yeah. every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: a lot of the restaurants are like now going out to the counties and stuff though too. Mm. I've noticed that. I think there's a Joey B's now out there. Sure, yeah. Out in bowling. Sure. And then, do you would you go out there
2: if the if, money eventually, was right? Eventually, like yeah because um, as you as the brand gets to be more well known right you're just missing out on a lot of people who wouldn't be eating the food right. right a lot of people have the greatest intentions of coming down here to the city but it's a long ways man and if you're not making it a point to be here mm-hmm, there's like a good right. chance you're just not going to go you know right
0: yeah like we'll, we'll go i was just going to say you and you were t- talking about developing the flavor flavor profile do you, did, were there any uh, Misses that you that didn't make it to the menu. Yeah, we looked at um, we looked at a lot of stuff that some of our customers
2: were actually talking to. Like we, we first got open, there was a few different bread options mm. then we kicked around um, a few until we came upon the bun that we really liked from Vitali Bakery across the street. Nice. And they just started making it for us. Actually, they, almost just make something for you guys. So it took a oh, lot. That's took cool. A, took a minute on the bread. It took a minute on um, on the basic recipes for stuff like mac and cheese.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: You know the alfredo sauce that we used to use for the stormtrooper things like that. It took a second.
1: I didn't even think um, about that shit. Like you got to think about like what do you want in the mac
0: and cheese? Yeah. Yeah. You can't just call up Kuna and order a bunch of food. Yeah. Food. No. Gotta, no. No.
2: Yeah. You got to develop your recipes. So um, and we were doing it on the fly. So it took you know. It took a, I would say about a year. We had everything pretty much locked in. So nice. do
1: you try everything, or do you have like scientists being like back there being oh, like, "Oh, no, this yeah, would I, go so far
2: with this hot dog," or like, "No, no." So I try everything. Uh, the initial recipes were there was like eight of them. Yeah. That Joe and I came up with, and then the rest of them we were kind of just we were literally taking ideas from customers.
0: Yeah. So That's like so cool. for
2: instance, the gorilla mac and cheese dog is just. We were serving mac and cheese and the customer was like, Why don't you just put the Mac on the dog? I'm like, Well that just makes sense. Well right, right. you so, already yeah. have it here. So. Yeah, that just makes perfect sense. So we started doing that and it became a popular item. Then we used to actually just actually ask our customers on Facebook, like, what are some ideas you got? And so we would take we would take stuff and then we would run with it. That's and, awesome. and then really start to kinda of put our thing to it. And that that way we it helped us develop maybe another two or three like solid menu uh, items and then now we just have some really awesome fucking chefs that cook up some amazing foods yeah.
0: that's sick are you just coming in and making god knows what like weird concoctions or do you <laughs> have like a go to that like you're like if I'm hungry I'm gonna get this
2: no I, I don't I generally don't order off the menu. I just go back online and start throwing stuff on yeah. hot dogs. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> you can. Yeah. Right. No, I did pizza you, for a while. We made some messed up pizzas. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs>
1: Are you ever just like, you just throw whatever you want and then come out and be like, this is the special for this week? And nobody knows what it is. Just daily. Yeah, back
2: in the day, we used to do stuff like that. Especially when we had the, uh, we, still, we still have the mac and cheese bowl menu, but we had a really, Expansive menu with uh, bowls. Yeah. And we, we really much, we call them stoner bowls, but we like, we would just throw all kinds of stuff in there and oh, see yeah. what happened. Like, okay, this is gonna be the special this week. Oh, yeah. Do <laughs> yeah. You know
1: how many things have came up in my head where I was like, yeah. oh, I'm so big, but this gummy bear and this, like, like <laughs> Swiss roll would be delicious together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no wonder it wasn't because that doesn't oh sound like my a good gosh.
1: mix. It, I don't remember, man. I have
0: too big. It's like I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> so, I uh, n- not comparing myself to you, but I did play in some bands uh, in like the early two thousands, mm-hmm, cool. like during the emo period, where sure. we're all. Uh, and uh, I was just curious to. I I was really familiar with that scene Creepy Crawl and stuff like that What was it like Like being in that Stir New World Spirit Soul Kiss Urge Gravity Kills era Of local That was
2: a fantastic time Because you had seven bands I think On major
0: labels Yeah
2: At one time So it was a lot And we had One of the biggest alternative radio stations In the country yeah. So you got all that right here So there's a lot Of things going on uh, Mississippi Nights We had some cool venues The pageant was just Coming along So you just had Like some cool The vibe was really good
0: I so saw was, I uh, saw your Your last Mississippi Nights And first pageant show <laughs> so, Oh um, my
2: gosh yeah.
0: That's I crazy. remember I, I was a fan at that point But I wasn't involved Right At that point Yeah Yeah
2: so It, it was a great music scene Like All of us knew each other All the, all the bands We'd all kind of battled our way through playing small venues and touring a lot and yeah. um so it was just nice to see have have everybody get their recognition at that point it yeah. was cool yeah and
0: there, man there were some great bands yeah i'm a huge stir fan yep and i'm a huge um for well, of course for of course of mice mm-hmm. and, the Urge and everything else but new world spirits too i love world them. spirits yep i loved them who's your favorite to tour with to tour with we, we had the most
2: fun touring with Three Eleven. Yeah, yeah, I figure.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I was I, that was. That's kind of one of my other questions. Is I know you did tour pretty extensively with bigger bands. Mm-hmm. If you were still like buddies with any of them, all of them, to all of them. pretty that's much every cool. band
2: that we tour with, like we remain friends. I mean, that's awesome. That was our vibe. We had. We were having so much fun out there on the road. I mean,
1: you have so many bangers that are just oh so like fun. So yeah. I would imagine you guys are awesome. It, on the and road St. Yeah, with.
0: and St. Louis does fucking love you. Yeah. But is there any other market where, where, where is, what's the secondary market for, for their? Is, is there far, a town somewhere you can go to? As and, far as like sales,
2: those kinds of numbers, um, Kansas City would be a, a close second. Yeah. Because it's just so close by. Yeah. Um, major city-wise, but then as far as, like, just overall, besides St. Louis, that overall community where, like, they really came together, I'd probably say, it's Atlanta. Yeah? Yeah, so a lot of things happened for us
0: because of us playing there so much. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think I did... Did you play a point fest with 311 on the same build? Yeah. Uh, Or a little later, like, mid... Not later, but, like, mid point fest, like... like, Because I feel like I did see... Nick Exum actually sing uh, Jump Right In With You yeah we I think we I think we may have done two point
2: fest with them or two like it might have been two point fest with the 311 was on yeah more than one
0: and And I know and he sang on one of those at least yeah and I think it might have been because it was a day of people singing with other people Right. So, like, the, our our intro is actually uh, from the band New Empire. Okay. And and I know they did a song with the urge. Or, yeah. I'm sorry, with uh, with the used. Uh, and they were both playing that day, and they and they sang. And I think it was like Cold and Stained had a song together, and they were and they all sang together that day.
1: It was, it was just the, the duet. Point yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I've definitely seen it But I've seen you like 40 times So I could have seen you with your, uh, with uh, 311 at some other point too Yep,
2: probably <laughs> we played so many shows with them <laughs> you, you getting the raggedy of the
1: equipment now? With, in, the, with the headphone jack? Is the headphone um, jack bugging you? It, it just went kind
2: of in and out But I got oh, yeah. it yeah. The
1: thing is crazy We have such the jankiest awesome equipment
0: <laughs> I love it um, At least it still works some of the early the early openers I remember I remember seeing Mest open for you uh-huh. and I have never I had never heard of them at the time yeah that was a Mississippi night show yeah Mest we were out on tour
2: so that tour was uh, Goldfinger was the headliner oh yeah oh it's so and scenic. then it was uh, Goldfinger Urge and the Mest that would have been a badass show was right. on it and they they were just coming up that record just came out they had a song called What's the Dealio yeah What's
0: the Dealio was the big one <laughs> and
2: uh, so their label put them out on the road with us and they were fun they were. I think they were like 16 and 17. So <laughs> it was partying. fun to have some kids on the road, you know. Like, so I feel like a dad in a way. That's awesome. <laughs> That's but, uh, awesome. They were they were good kids. They were fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, forget God. forget because because so many concerts. I don't go to shows that much anymore. Maybe like, maybe five or six a year. But man, in that period, I was going just one or two a weekend. Yeah. And yeah. it was a lot. It was a lot. not easy.
1: I went. I used to go to the creepy crawl a lot. I was a big punk kid. I was never I would, like. Uh, I would
0: have killed to see the urge of Creepy Crawl. That would have been yeah, explosive.
2: Yeah, I don't. Creepy Crawl wasn't around during our c- coming up time. Yeah. yeah. That would but have I been.
1: I mean, you explosive. played Mississippi Nights, and yes. that's yeah.
0: that's huge. I miss that place so much. It's, it's sometimes I wonder how no one stepped in yeah. to preserve Mississippi Nights or, or Creepy Crawl or anything.
2: Well, Mississippi Nights, I think it had, um, I think it was kind of a lost deal. In other words, it, w- it would have taken a lot to
0: bring it up. Bring it back up. Yeah. And there wasn't anything else surrounding right. it. Right. It was really fall- falling apart down yeah. there at that time.
1: I mean, Creepy Crawl was always falling apart. So, I mean, we, we could <laughs> we could buy the Creepy
0: Crawl right now. <laughs> <laughs> right? I would. When when you're playing, do you have like a favorite song that you like to play?
2: yeah I got my my favorites I like um, I love playing four letters and two words yeah oh, it's such a um, bang. love playing that one I don't know why I just do. Um, it's, an one, it's another song off the Too Much JO record um, called "I Go Home." Oh, that's my
0: favorite song of year. Which is fun probably, to do. It's yeah. big
2: harmony in the in the chorus. It's fun to do that one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that. I fi- I thought you might say that because because I was like, man, you always hear that song, and it's not a single or anything else. But you you guarantee you're always going to hear that one. Yeah, we yep. play it a lot. Yeah. And and I was like, he must like it because it's it's a great song. It's my favorite. Song, yeah. That and Liar Liar, like liar, back liar. to back. we oh, right? haven't yeah. Yeah. played that
2: song in years.
0: Those are my two. That album. Yeah,
2: Lila Oh
1: my gosh Fucking So many ba- You were responsible For so many bangers Of my
0: youth Like it's just <laughs> God damn Yeah, oh, right I mean in. I mean okay. all the albums Are awesome But there's those Three solid From track one To the, to the end Just yeah. non-stop Right Yup well, Sweet, just thanks guys On that great, I gotta,
2: Now I gotta go Relearn Liar Liar <laughs> Good, good.
1: Yeah. You should bring up, bring that back, man. I'll, I'll come back there and see that.
0: I'll sing it with you on stage. <laughs> all right,
2: bet. <laughs>
1: bet.
0: <laughs> oh. This is probably something you've been asked a billion times, but I haven't found that. I haven't found the answer, so I have to ask it again. How the hell does ska reggae metal, all of that get put together into one badass sound? Like, how did when you're when you're bringing that together? How do you land on that And why has no one else done it
2: (laughs) Well actually a lot of There's a few bands who have done it And so we were influenced by Even way early on You got bands like The Specials Who were putting punk and sky And reggae together True Alright yeah So it's when cultures mix So when you have When you have kids from Jamaica And living in London Or mixing together And punk is hot But then also like Kids, kids who grew up in Jamaica, coming there, bringing reggae with them, bringing Scott. Right. So when you have all together, it's naturally going to mix, and so that spilled over into um, the '90s with bands like Fishbone, mm-hmm. and also like bands like Bad Brains. Oh my God, I love who Bad mixed thrash and metal with reggae. Yeah. Just straight up, you know. So we were influenced by some some bands who had done it before, you know. So we. It just you don't see it a lot, or you no, don't hear yeah, it a lot, you yeah. know. So, um, and it just always appealed to me. I'm like, I'll, in my mind, I'm like, why do not more bands do this with
0: <laughs> And we have we have a friend that's on our show sometimes. Uh, he's, I think, your biggest fan. Yeah, he, sweet, he, he was going to be here, but he but he couldn't quite make it out. But he would kill me if I didn't ask. Have you ever thought about doing an acoustic album? Because that's the one thing he would love.
2: Right. I have. I'm not sure. About the rest of the band right now mm-hmm. But I would love to do an acoustic record I just think it would translate really well It would, Yeah, yeah. so well I, th- I think people would really dig it and be something different um, Completely different
0: Yeah, yeah For us, you know what
2: I mean? Like really
0: would translate, I believe so. And some of the songs would be so perfect And some of them would just be so interesting to hear in yeah. that way Yeah, Yep. Like. I agree Yeah, yeah like, like you know, you take some of this, some of the earlier, like the brainless and stuff like that. Yeah, you, you you might have to retool it a little bit, but yeah, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not that big a deal. So clearly, you're fans of a few other things. Looking yeah. around the shop here. Uh huh. So we thought it'd be cool to just talk about talk a little Star Wars with you. We're, <laughs> oh yeah, we're ready. I I, I was just going to school us. Man. <laughs> I was yeah. just curious on some fan theories. That that are floating around there. Okay. To see what you thought about. Was Qui Gon to sit the whole time? No. <laughs> There's a lot <laughs> of evidence to that, though. There's a, it makes sense. Now I'm gonna have to re, I'm gonna <laughs> look back
2: into that, but no. <laughs> that's that's gonna be my answer.
0: No. Because um, because he was Dooku's apprentice, and then his first apprentice turned to the dark side, huh. and he was instrumental in. A lot of the policy that led to Palpatine taking control. Okay, I'm gonna have to look into it. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to check it out now. I just uh, he could have been a, he could have been a gray. I think he was probably a gray, but, yeah, but the, the theory gray. is the theory was that he might have known exactly what Anakin would be cool. all The whole time. Okay, <laughs> how about Darth Jar Jar? That's hilarious too.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna have to say that's just funny too. I have seen all that evidence, whatever, and I think it's hilarious. It is hilarious. but I'm gonna say no. yeah, no. <laughs> but it is
0: hilarious. I, I, I think it makes sense. Yoda <laughs> it was makes Yoda sense. Yoda was kind of like a babbling buffoon before we found out who Yoda really was, right? So he was kind yeah. of mirroring that. Oh my
1: gosh. I don't know about that, man. Come on. That's hilarious. That is too much. <laughs> he 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 did the whole thing. The whole first three episodes is all
0: Jar Jar. All of it. Alright, I'm gonna have to go back and i but I've looked at all the Jar Jar stuff. I've looked at it <laughs> Mesa, Mesa. And uh, the other one I had was Is it possible that Palpatine was Darth Pelagius the whole time? Because I mean it's That's kind of That's a good question actually Because it, it's, it's the Sith way That you're supposed to kill your master As soon as you're able to That's a very good question So why would Pelagius tell him How to, oh, to cheat death? Oh, That's a very and, good question And it is kind of what Palpatine Wanted to do with Rey in the end Was yep. was the same thing Huh So yeah there's some people Stop. That think that, that, think that uh, maybe Maybe Palpatine wasn't Palpatine that he wasn't Palpatine, right? Probably oh, wasn't. Uh, I do not know.
2: Are you a fan of the movies, the extended stuff, or both? I'm. I'm a fan of the movies. I grew up on the movies. Yeah. So I grew up. I'm. I was born in the '70s. So I saw the original um, A New Hope in the theater. Oh yeah. I was in second grade. Um, summer before third grade. Yeah. So I, I saw the, the original. So yeah, I've been a big fan Of the movies Like ever yeah, since awesome. Yeah What's your favorite one A New Hope Is my favorite is one Yeah, yeah. I can still watch it To this day And still like It still resonates with me So I mean, That's
1: how I am with Jedi Like and, yeah. I love Jedi Jedi is my favorite one Will always be Even because Not because of the Muppets <laughs> No, Jedi's great,
0: but I love. it. No, yeah, no, I don't have nothing to say about that. They
2: got better at making the films at that point. They got better, became better filmmakers.
0: I know this is probably going to make me lose a bunch of respect, but I like big epic stories, and I like seeing things come together. Yeah. So, episode three is my favorite, just because you're seeing it come together.
1: That's the best one out of the the prequel trilogy. trilogy.
0: You're seeing all the stuff that you loved. From the first three, finally yeah. come together. And, and I liked to it too. I,
2: I would, I would, I would say when it came out, I was super excited to watch it. I was not disappointed by it.
1: I no, I it. wasn't yeah. disappointed with it by any means. That was my favorite one out of the.
2: Yeah. And as much as I cool.
0: don't really like the new ones, I think Kylo was one of the best characters. It's
2: a great character. Yeah. Such an amazing, fantastic. Character. Yeah.
0: He embodies what a Sith would be—just yeah. tormented and torn. Yeah. and... Yeah. yeah. Love it.
2: I was. Um, I was excited for that movie And I understand They had to bring back Some nostalgia To kind of like Catch people up Maybe like some people Who hadn't watched it In a long time Or maybe some new people Right Right I, I completely understand Why they made the movie They did But it was exciting I, was, I got a good laugh out of it It was entertained You know so
0: I mean before you knew How that new trilogy Was going to play out yeah. That first time you meet Kylo and he stops A blaster bolt midair You're yeah. like This guy is awesome He's, badass, He's Yeah, yeah. He's scared, and then that, he's got that voice changer. That, that, yeah, I was I was on board with Kylo from day yeah. one. It was like, that's yeah, great. That's
1: great. That scared me. Kylo scared me when he first came out. So did one. I just watched Doctor Strange:
0: In The Multiverse of Madness today. Yeah. Love it. Oh, I'm a huge Marvel fanboy. Yeah, oh. so
2: Strange is my favorite. When you look at the, all the movies, because uh, I didn't read the comics growing up. So, but I'm, when I'm looking at all the characters. From the Marvel uh, comic uh, Or the Marvel movie
0: Universe Universe Yeah, yeah. Strange is my favorite character actually. Yeah Strange is pretty, pretty I yeah. think I think Iron Man was always my favorite Because Downey Robert Downey Jr. Robert was Downey so Genie, yeah. fucking perfect Yeah For that role Yeah That's like Jack Sparrow, Wolverine And like RDJ Is, is Iron Man Are the three most perfect castings Yeah Oh yeah In the world Yeah <laughs> That's one of the things we're going to do At some point in the future Is we're going to have the conversation of What are some of the worst casting? Everybody talks about the great casting What's some oh of gosh. the worst casting choices Yeah Well yeah. we can look at a couple of Batmans <laughs> <laughs> but When it okay. comes to Batman yeah. though you, A bad Batman might still be an awesome Bruce Wayne
1: Right like Ben Affleck He true, was He sure. was a hell of a good Bruce Wayne I loved him as Bruce Wayne, Wayne. Yes. Batman? But it, Yeah he's a
0: terrible Batman Awful yeah. Clooney, loved
1: Clooney as Batman Didn't like him as Bruce Wayne I didn't like Clooney as
0: Batman <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, you gotta give Schumacher some Credit, no you don't, the- no yes, you, you
0: don't do. No, I
1: refuse <laughs> I, I will hold my tongue Until I see the What was it, the Burton, or was it the Schumacher version
0: of uh, Oh, yeah yeah. What's, Kevin Smith was talking about it yeah. He's got a full cut that nobody ever saw of that awful Batman, and apparently it makes it so much better. It's his direct Schumacher's cut. Really, yeah, Schumacher's
1: cut. cut. Who's it, the actor?
0: Uh, it, it's the same movie, but it's it's Schumacher's cut. It's like okay. Snyder the Snyder version of Justice League. Yeah, sure, and apparently sure.
1: Kevin Smith got it for some reason. I don't know how. He probably paid a boatload of money for right. it. Right.
0: But yeah, he says it makes the movie really good, and I'm like, I don't buy that at all. But sure. We'll see. We'll never see that cut. That'll it, never come out. I, I, yeah, that, you're not gonna ever see that. No, but it, but it can make a difference because I'm not a big, I'm not a huge DC fan at all. But the the Snyder cut of the Snyder uh, Justice, cut Justice League, Justice League, League yes, was been, way better. It is actually better. It's so much mean So long, but it's <laughs> so, so much. Yeah, <laughs> it might be four and a half hours long, yeah. but it's it is so it's way better movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I was I was just saying too I, I watched The Flash And that movie was such a shame Because that's a good movie It's a good movie, it, yeah If they wouldn't have released that Scorpion King level CGI <laughs> That's oh, in it Yeah, it's, like, uh, <laughs> it's awful But the movie itself was great I was like, this is actually a really good movie I'm just
2: wondering Why They decided they had to use that much CGI like, and was it because of the budget? I don't I don't I don't know why. I think <laughs>
1: they just didn't care, to be honest with you. But the end of the movie rebooted the entire universe. Yeah, the way for they DC. brought everything together
0: oh, yeah, was brilliant. Time. That's brilliant. cool. Brilliant. I like that, yeah. It, anybody can be recast as anybody. Now you can and do anything sense. now. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah like, Which they should. They should. And Michael just Keaton reboot. is awesome. Yeah, Michael Keaton was awesome. Yeah. And, and and the Burton esque music and everything, yeah. when they go down into the yeah. Batcave, cave, you're like, Oh, I'm so on board yeah. with this. They better bring great. me a
1: Batman Beyond movie soon. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, I doubt I love it Batman because Batman. I think
0: the original plan was Keaton was, Keaton was going to play old man Batman in that, and I and I, I don't think you'll get it now. <sighs> right, because they spilled the beans. Yeah, yeah there's no reason to like dig all the way deep into that. And I don't think it just depends on what um, Gunn wants to do with it because I know oh, he's I got a master he, plan. I forgot yeah, he's in for charge everything. of the whole thing now. Yeah. yeah. I have faith that he'll make me care. Good. Finally, good. he better
1: because I love DC. I'm not a I'm not a big Marvel fan. I like
0: him, but
2: I'm uh, that's, not like, g- that's I, great. There's two there's two different sides here. He's uh-huh. too he's
0: too much. Oh my god! It's too much. You don't even understand the difference in taste between the two of us. It only shares any common ground with music. <laughs> we're, we're yeah, are really we're both funny. old emo kids from the from the early 2000s. But nice outside of that. Reality TV and wrestling, like fantasy and science fiction. Yeah, you know, it's,
1: it's, it's not good. <laughs> we argue it's a lot. Not, most yeah, of the it, time.
0: Yeah. it creates good content opportunities. It does. Yeah, it yeah. does.
1: That's awesome. But, I mean, I have a one question that I've always wanted to know since I've been coming here Do you have a secret menu? We do. Uh oh. Uh-oh. You don't have to tell uh, us. I don't know air. how secret
2: it is, but there's there's like items that have been on the menu that we took off. Yeah. They're still in the cash register, so, like, there's still, like, the macho nacho. Is. Oh,
1: it's, like, stuff that you had that you just leave on there for, yeah, like, Yeah, things oh, that we've been serving
2: that. for a long time. We just don't have enough room on the menu. Yeah. But if you know it, if, you know it, if you've eaten it in the past, you just come and order it, and we'll make it for you. Awesome. That's tight. Yeah, so things just from way back in the day, like, we can still make it for you, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, is there a comparison between... Running a restaurant and front on a band is it like one is one clearly much more fun than the other, or rewarding, or less rewarding, or? I mean, music is what I do.
2: It's, it'll always be what I do. Like even like, if you know, if I decided to get out of the restaurant business in some game, I'll still be doing music. So, right. Yeah. So I love playing music. It's it's running the restaurant or doing the food business now is different than it was when I first started. Because when I first started, I was hands-on. I was making everything. I was yeah. behind the scenes and in front of the scenes and the whole thing now. So it's different. I have a couple of great business partners. We have a great management team. So now I'm a little more hands-off on that end of it. So it's nice. actually a lot of fun to just be creative at this point. You know, so, yeah, super cool, yeah.
0: So this is going to let me know how little I'm paying attention to things I should be, but are you still playing solo stuff? Oh, man, a lot.
2: This year I put 130 shows on my book. Oh, wow. Yeah, so a lot. Yeah, Yeah. you're playing, like, this weekend, aren't you? Yeah, well, I have a show, um... Where am I I'm playing Friday Night someplace
1: <laughs> yeah because I saw you're playing out in like Baldwin and Chesterfield and stuff like that my mom lives out there so like yeah. whenever I'll go over and see my
2: mom I'm pretty much like all over the whole metro area so we go out west as far as like Columbia sometimes whatever and then metro east a lot so I'm, I'm playing a lot
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a couple I, I think I have two of your solo records cool cool I know for a while I, uh, Between the You know your The final show And you first getting Back together there For those years Yeah I was like Craving something And I was like Oh they're solo out I think it's yeah. Slackers I went uh, Yeah Cause uh, Donnie oh was Donnie was working at Slackers,
2: slackers. Yeah. Oh my god Yeah Donnie little... was there Donnie uh, Fandango Briefly Left the point And was
0: managing Slackers And so Um so I did most I did all my hard distribution through Slackers. Donnie Van Dago is on my list to talk to as well. I owe Donnie Van an apology. Why? When I was in when I was in middle school, me and my friends spent three days calling the point repeatedly and requesting How Bizarre by OMC.
2: Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious.
0: And he was so angry. He was like, we don't play that fucking song. That's great. <laughs> I love it. Oh, <laughs> how bizarre! How bizarre!
1: Blah,
2: blah. That's, that's on our sing.
1: That's on our sing along. Yeah, we s-
2: There's no way he's gonna play that song.
0: <laughs> oh man. Even if he could, he was. He was so angry with us. We were like 15. <laughs> we just all three days straight just kept calling. Oh, he, he
2: he got. He got that all day long, every day. I'm sure.
1: <laughs> I'm sure.
2: Just called bullshit song. <laughs> he got like a ton of people like fucking with him all day. I'm sure. Wow. I'm sure. That's one of the re- one of the ways we got our first single played at the point was we played a big old show at a university. I think it was SIU. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Which one? Carbondale. Um. No, the damn. one in Embersville. Oh damn. And it, it was uh, sure. right when. Receiving the Gift of Flavor was about to come out. And a few other cities were playing the single. And so it, the point was just about to maybe start playing it. So we, I just told the audience, like, call the radio station this whole week and tell Dani to play that motherfucking herd shit.
0: <laughs> That's where that came from. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't and know so that.
2: There was hundreds of people... <laughs> We called him and asked him to play that motherfucking urn shit, so if they played it because of that. Yeah, that,
0: oh. well, that's that's kind of fucked up that the yeah. point wasn't the first station to on, yeah, wha- yeah, what?
2: Yeah, so we we had we had some other stations around the country who were just kind of like peeping it into their rotation on contests, like mm-hmm. you know, they, they used to win those single contests back in the day, yeah so we're like oh well let's see how it does against this song or this week or whatever. So that that's all we were getting cuz we weren't on a record label yet. Mm. So we were getting a little bit of love from there and then um, started taking some traction and when we legitimately released the record we're like well, we got to get St. Louis to play it. Right. <laughs> and so we just we got, and we knew the we knew the people at the station and everything but um we uh, we bothered the hell out of them.
0: <laughs> just bothered Donnie. Is that yeah. all right that it's yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Damn it, I lost my train of thought there. Because
1: well, you're making sure i was not. Yeah, I was looking worked. over
0: there and See, I messed everything up. He thinks I ruined everything. Most of this thing <laughs> breaks after. Well, it's because he uses a
2: Mac. It's running.
0: If it's he, running. If he would use a PC, I wouldn't be so scared, but. <laughs> <laughs> See, we argue we're different, everything. Oh my goodness. What would you rather record on? Oh, a record. PC or a Mac. Reco- okay, yeah. fine. If I'm recording, I'd rather be on a Mac. If but... i was
2: recording, I probably would want to use a Mac.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, See, you know, everyday the life, the professional told me yeah. that. I well, I agree when it comes to recording, was, <laughs> the Mac is superior. Yeah,
1: fuck all that, I'm not learning any of that <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. So, Damn. do you still do any of the like the old school nights ever?
2: no we haven't we haven't done that in a while. I think we're probably going to be due for that at some point. Um, I think when we're, we're going to try to release some new music by the end of the year,
0: yeah, once oh, we get gosh. over that hump yeah
2: um, then I think we can consider start kind of going back and doing some old school nights and stuff but really be really cool. want to
0: concentrate on getting some new music done. I think I've only seen one or two old school nights they're but, fun, but yeah yeah oh that's the, the that maybe unpopular opinion that is the superior version of going to the Laker store yeah is the old school is the old one <laughs> that's hilarious
2: I forgot about that one it's on uh, Magically Delicious I think yeah it's that one and the one that, and the live version on Yeah, Fat Babies yeah
0: yeah yeah I think that's the one the Fat Babies is what I added yeah There's no, the,
2: the original one is on um, Magically Delicious the record nice and it sounds nothing
0: like how we do it now so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but so good though I know. Have you ever wanted to do a cover and you had to fight for it with the rest of the band? And either won or lost that argument? No.
2: Generally, if we decide to do a cover song, it's something we all like.
0: Because you do great, fantastic covers of like right. 1999 and One Love. And
2: yeah, that's... If we either do a cover because it's something we all listen to all the time, or it's something that maybe the record label like thought we should do, or... You know, for instance, we did 1999, our manager was like, you guys should cover 1999 because it's about to be 2000 or whatever. So it's like that. So like that, that makes sense. So we, we tracked it, came yeah. out good, it came out really good. Yeah. yeah. We couldn't release it because Prince didn't allow people to release cover versions of his songs. Did um, the radio used to play it? The, you can play it. The point. The ra- because I, I know I've heard it. Yeah, they played it. You just but can't make money off of it. you can money off of it. couldn't release it. Yeah. R.I.P. Prince, but god damn, bro, come on. Which is <laughs> which is fine. A lot of artists are like that. There's a, quite yeah. a few actually that don't allow people to yeah. do that. But we, um, but we recorded it, and the the point, Donnie will still play it sometimes. Mm-hmm. But you can play it. Just can't make any money off of it. Yeah.
0: And I, I mean, one love is kind of like that makes sense. Well, yeah. It's a perfect song. Uh huh. So. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Have you done any have, have you been known To do any others That I Because those are the two I always remember Last
2: two. year we did Sledgehammer So we played no. with Funky Butt Brass Band
0: and so Oh we, uh, uh, My Old bass player Was uh, Cody Henry The, the oh, Zussophone yep. player So yeah. we
2: put the whole Funky Butt Brass Band With the urge And did Sledgehammer Last year That's awesome That's, yeah.
0: I remember seeing that On Facebook And I was like Fuck man He's playing with the urge Now and shit Yeah <laughs> Yeah
2: Cody's great. Cody plays in my, um, I do a Stevie Wonder tribute. Oh, yeah? So, Cody's in that band, too. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, we went to high school together. He was one of my good friends growing up, and he, we didn't know a bass player when we first started out, yeah. and he was like, I could play, probably play bass, because like, he's a horn player. Yeah. And he just started playing bass for, for our punk band. Now, he's a very talented <laughs> musician, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, super talented. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Get him on. Yeah, and, it's, and then... I don't think the Monstrosities. Do you remember them at all? Like they were way later. They weren't in the Urge era. They were in the emo period. Okay, I don't remember them. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of my one of my uh, other bandmates' old bands. I know they were they were pretty big for a while. But. Yeah, there was a whole gap of time where I missed out on a whole lot of things happening
2: in St. Louis from about 2000 to like 2006.
0: Yeah, that's what that's all yeah. where I was. <laughs> that's yeah. all right in there. I kind of just I was gone actually. <laughs> So yeah, I it was about gone. a ton of stuff that was happening, yeah. So there's a few songs that I think are that, that, that I don't dislike at all, but feel different than everything else. And I was wondering like, like closer. Yeah. It feels very different than a lot of your other stuff. Is there was there a reason? Like is it just like something you wanted to express or is was it, it... closer came out how it did
2: because of the way it was produced. On the record mm-hmm. When we wrote Closer It sounded more like An English beat song Nice But the way it came out And the way it was produced It was a big Gigantic Heavy chorus um, With the big Vocal Yeah um, The original version of it Was Like I said Kind of sounded more like A ska song Or yeah. an English beat song So but we, but we also felt We needed to do Something different You know We had Jump Right In Was the first single but if you listen to the whole album, everything sounds. Yeah, different. yeah, it yeah,
0: really does. There's this, a, this is not I I like. That's what I like
1: about like bands. They're yes. not afraid to be like, all right, I'm gonna sit here and write this one song, but this other song is gonna be completely different. We're gonna throw it on the album. Like I like
2: that, that. one has a lot of um, like receiving a gift of flavor. Yeah, has a lot of continuity. Everything sounds the same. Yeah, all the way through. That one was the sophomore effort. So in other words, we were writing and recording at the same time so a lot of different f- idea flows um, a lot of the music had never been even played live it was just recorded in the studio so a lot of different feels a lot of different textures we like experimented with a lot of different things um, so with that record we were playing around with a lot of different things so closer goes to big gigantic chorus whatever you <laughs>
0: know what I mean and then back so it's
2: That was us messing around with some stuff That's awesome Yeah
0: I'll tell you As as a guitarist I am 39 I've been playing since I was 15 years old Mm -hmm. I can barely play any urge Fucking The uniqueness And skill That goes into the guitar work There's a lot that Jerry does Yeah Big time (laughs) I can I can half-ass fake Like two or three songs I've heard it too (laughs) He does a lot of stuff Yeah and, and that's one I think that's one of the reasons Why I second uh, my, Our friends uh, Do an acoustic album So I can try to find Some structure In these Right songs. Right <laughs> Yeah I have, I have terrible rhythm I can't do the ska Or the reggae stuff Would Which, you Would you i am so Sorry No Oh yeah, um, yeah
1: I'm just wondering Would you take an album Like Too much stereo And redo that album And like that's change interesting. it just like tweak I, it a little
0: bit or like kind of the way like story of the year did yeah like, like the 10, year 10 years year, or, right,
1: for years that's, a page that's I interesting
2: I, I think if you asked all of us if there was one record that we felt like we could redo it would be Master Styles it wouldn't be too much yeah. stereo in, our, in our, all of our opinion too much stereo is like perfect just leave it alone yeah, yeah, yeah there's no, nothing no, wrong no, with that was just stereo. my
1: example but like but I,
2: yeah but I it, I would say it would be awesome to redo Master Styles because the demos that we cut for that record we all loved. Oh. So like we cut the demos of that record on eight So all those songs were written on eight with full demos of all the songs, whatever. And so we did our pre-production that way and we loved the way that sounded.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So by the time we got to the end of that record, by the time it was mixed. It honestly wasn't The vision we had of it Right It's too big So it had a We went from Receiving a Gift of Flavor Which is a punk rock record Essentially Right um, To a massively Like produced Big sounding Record that's super squashed Mm. So um, We had Randy Staub Who's the mixing engineer He's the guy who mixed The Metallica Black album
1: Yeah Oh wow
2: So he I think he kind of Was trying to Impart some of that Vibe. That's what he does. He mixes big rock records
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, onto essentially a ska band, whatever that had some heavy parts. So that's that's how that worked. If it was up to us, we probably would have actually just stuck with
0: the rough mixes from the yeah from the demos. Yeah. You know there would be a shit ton of people interested in hearing that if you threw that shit up on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know.
2: I know. We will. There's a lot of stuff in the catalog. A, one of these days we'll have, we'll put some time into like.
1: Do you, have all that? do you have to go through, like, the label and stuff like
2: that to do that? Or no. No, you could just Only own on property they own. Yeah. So, like, the record itself, they own. Right. But, but the they demos. Don't, they don't own the demos or they don't own the publishing. Oh, okay. So we can re-record it or we can release old stuff, whatever. Oh, it. But nice. the three, like, the, the two Sony releases and the too much stereo came out on version records, that, yeah. those are owned by EMI and Sony. Actually, technically, we own all of them now. They reverted back, so... Oh, yes. Nice. So there, there wouldn't be technically any issues, but, for instance, if you get on YouTube and you're looking for Jump Right In, it still has a Sony tag on it. Mm-hmm. Right. So we'd have to go through the process of undoing all that, you know, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a mess. Yeah. Yup. <laughs> I was trying to show my kids, I have, I have older kids, 15 to 22, and I was showing them a bunch of videos and i think and i think i showed them uh, the jump right in video uh uh brainless and, and they were looking at me like dad how fucking old are you <sighs> right right because right. <laughs> the, the videos on youtube they're not even i don't well at least the ones that i came across that aren't even really like high quality high def or anything yeah. so it, it looks like they were taped off of point tv or something Oh uh, yeah sure yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> my god, Point TV Holy shit yeah. I'm that old
1: yeah. yeah, I remember that shit too Yeah,
0: My first Point Fest was 9 Who's on it? Uh, Foo Fighters, Green Day, Creed, Wank One of my favorite miscellaneous 90s punk bands Okay, cool uh, That's a big one Yeah And, I, and my first warp Tour was 98 in Booter Park, Fenton
2: I remember when they did it out there It
0: was badass <laughs> I remember they did it out
2: there Yeah. yeah. So I forgot it,
0: about that too yeah, that was also wanked. It was like, they went nowhere, but God, they made a huge impression on me that year. Sweet. They 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 actually just re, uh, like reconvened, got together after like 20 years, and they're starting to play again. But just in Southern California, I'm like, come the fuck out here. That's how we are. We still play, but we don't tour that much. There's mm-hmm. no reason for us to tour a lot right now. Yeah. No, I mean, I love that you guys are... You're still And you still play mm-hmm. Like I love that Yeah I'm super grateful To be from St. Louis And have the music scene That we have And with I mean You know Don't mean to be Trying to suck your dick here But you're <laughs> spearheading that Like you are the figurehead For a lot of that uh, That's cool I, mean, I agree with that Yeah, We were
2: um, We were right there Right as the music scene In, in St. Louis Started to kind of take off a little bit Yeah So yeah other bands coming along whatever had something to like grasp onto and, the, and there was a, a big excitement about the idea of there was industry in St. Louis mm-hmm. there's record labels hanging out in St. Louis I mean like before that there was no industry here so we, yeah. we didn't we had to go out
0: and get the industry we had to go out and grab it at, at what level of your guys' career was it when that first Point Essential came out were you a shoe in or did you actually have to submit and, and be like I hope we get on that at that point, we, were, we had a good following. We were
2: already selling out Mississippi Nights and stuff like oh, that. Oh, so that was,
0: it was probably a yeah,
2: definite. We just didn't have... Um, we weren't getting played on the radio because we weren't on a major label. So if you're not on a major label, you're not going to get in the rotation because it just doesn't work that way mm-hmm. um, at commercial radio. So that was a cool thing that the radio station did. They just said, let's put a CD out... Of the local artists, that way we can play it without having to deal with other record labels getting pissed off at us playing local music. Yeah. So it was brilliant, and St. Louis wasn't the only city. There was a Kansas City did one. There's one called Big Sandwich, mm-hmm. and Takeaways is the song that's on that from receiving Get the Flavor. So they did a record with local and regional bands. That way they can play it.
0: Yeah. That is brilliant. It. I didn't know the backside of that. I just thought. Yeah, with commercial radio, you,
2: you're like. You have a lot of independent radio promoters for the labels that go out and promote their bands. And um, it's all about money. So, I mean, like, you're you're playing music on the station to get commercial dollars. Yeah. And then, in, in turn, record labels are spending money on independent promoters to promote that music to get played. So there's a system there. And so they rarely are going to just break that system with just some band that's local, unless
0: it's, unless it's you know... I know I was devastated when they stopped making those. I was like, oh. "Yeah, I have I, I have all six I,
2: think.
0: six, I didn't realize
1: they made Seven. that many. Actually, Seven.
2: yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't I had no clue they made that many. Yeah, yeah, I think I have five.
1: It was I a know like disk.
2: the urge was on one of those. Gravity kills was on one yep. of those. Like uh, stir was on one of those. They used to be called the choice.
0: Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, so the. The first one that we're on, I think the choice is on. Stir has a fucking awesome website that just has like a shit ton of their audio, cool. just posted, like really, like like a bunch of live stuff, a bunch of yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah,
2: that's awesome.
0: I don't know if it's ran by them or a fan, but it's I bet up. it's a fan. It's a, but it's up, yeah. It's it's great. I bet it's a fan, yeah. Um, one of my favorite '90s bands used to have something like that too. The Refreshments, fucking love that band. They had, that a, band. they had a they had a website like that too. Just like sixty different versions <laughs> of every song live. We have a lot of stuff. We have an archive of them. really, really,
2: really, really ton of stuff. So I can imagine. Carl and I yeah. were just talking the other day about how we're how we're gonna go about releasing it and all this stuff. So I think. Right now, like I said, we're, our, our main focus is on finishing a couple new songs, and then we can look into all that stuff. You know, so. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, you guys could, like, with with the following that you got here, you guys could put out, like, I don't want to say a double disc, because I don't think that's very popular, but, like, a double album of new and, like, old, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That's a good
1: idea. <laughs> I'd buy a double vinyl of that. Let's go.
2: Did you ever press any vinyl? Nope. It's coming
1: Oh Oh, Don't say that Don't tell me that It'll happen (laughs) Don't It'll happen I'll be like I'll buy all of them I don't even give a shit Every color Whatever you press (laughs) I don't give a shit Throw it at me Take my money I know
0: I'm about ready To make bad decisions We're going to see The Ohio's For Lovers Festival Next week Or this weekend It's just a bunch Of old punk And emo Well bands. I wouldn't say Old punk it's, oh, cool. it's like Alkaline Trio Is the oldest I think the oldest On it Jimmy World And a bunch of oh, Emo, yeah, emo bands Nice And I was like I swear to god There's three vinyl albums The first albums From three bands that you can't touch for less than two hundred bucks. I yeah. was like, I swear to God, if they're selling them they their merch, I'm making bad choices. I'm buying all of <laughs> them Right, <for you>. right. <laughs> I mean, I mean never get that People are choice. buying.
2: People are buying. It doesn't matter how much it costs. People are buying
0: it. Right. Yeah. They just are. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, uh, I I, I've, I got into kind of like '90s emo, like mm-hmm. like Captain Jazz and stuff like that recently, and those albums were absurd. Right. Absurd They're finally starting To reprint a lot of those albums And because and I don't care If it's the rarest Like I want it Because it makes me think I loved this album Right You know yeah. Like I, I listened to this whole album Through and through Right And having a piece of it Instead of like Mixtapes and random stuff Sure yeah So I don't care If it's a reprint at all for me So I'll snack I'm gonna make yeah. bad decisions This weekend for sure <laughs> That's great
1: Oh when I find out The first Urge vinyl hits I
0: swear I just I Are you gonna do Multiple albums Or are you gonna do play, Like I don't know what we're gonna do We've been
2: talking about Doing Master Styles Because of Jump Right In Because of a big single
0: Mmhmm
2: Um So we're just trying to Kick it around the idea If if we wanna Release it from the CD Master Or the original Masters So we're just trying to Find out The best way to do it So Probably the CD masters The original masters Are on two inch tape Oh cool. Yeah so It would be like A nightmare To try to Recreate all that so, Yeah, <laughs> yeah and Probably hell expensive To do Yeah it would be like
0: a lot of time Yeah Ugh. Yeah It must be nice though To just have enough con- Like we struggle For content sometimes You're just like Fuck we got so much content Yeah What do we want to do And how do we want to do it Yeah <laughs> Yeah. Of yeah, course yeah. you got Decades this, We have been around For a long time yeah. Yes <laughs> We're like, what are we going to talk about? I don't even know. You know what I was going to bring too? It's such a random it's such a random thing to have. It's cuz it's pointless and it's stupid, but I took it. I have the sold out uh, from your last Mr. night show. The, the the photocopied sold out that was taped to the door. Nice. <laughs> I took that <laughs> and I have it in Omen and an album. Yes. <laughs>
2: All that Mississippi Night stuff. I got a few things. Garrett Inlow put that book out. Uh, yeah, yeah. He,
0: he bought it, and I and I have it right now. It's an excellent book. Yeah, it's great. It's a good book. So excellent.
2: when the, when they did it, the, when the they did a private, semi-private auction uh when it was going under for people who knew the owners and stuff. So um, a lot of it was auctioned off the bar stools and everything in there. So I got I got a few things. That's awesome. Yeah, yep. That's,
0: that's awesome. so. Cool. I mean. The urge, I think they give you a bar stool or something, you know. (laughs) Give you something. I think I had an ashtray at one point, but I think I got rid of it like long before they closed. So I was just like, Why the hell do I have this Marlboro ashtray? What is
2: what is that? (laughs) That's called an ashtray. (laughs) (laughs) You put things cigarettes in it.
0: You smoke. What's that? I used to be a little concert klepto. That's for sure. If I yeah. if, if it was a oh. poster on the wall or something on the door, I'd take it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I used to take.
1: I used to try to get like the uh, set list. Set lists were my thing. Uh-huh. I like begged for set lists sometimes.
2: The cool thing about Mississippi Nights was a lot of the marketing was posters that were up. Mm-hmm. Just put the posters up in there, and so you could always grab some. Even on, if you went there to another show and you saw a poster for something coming next week, mm. you could steal that. Yeah. And, they, and so they would just keep putting the posters up. But um, it was all about the posters they would put up.
0: I'm actually pretty sure Mississippi Nights is the reason why I'm hard of hearing in my right ear. It's extremely loud in <laughs> Cause there. Because I stood right up against the speaker next yeah. to the stage looking <laughs> right it's there. extremely loud.
2: <laughs> pre- it was
0: loud on stage, too. It was really loud in there. I think one of the coolest shows I ever saw there was actually the Bloodhound Gang in 2000. That's funny. Oh, my God. We did
2: some shows with those guys. And
0: they had uh, Nerf Herder open, which is one of my favorite 90s bands. I love them. They toured together for the most part all the time. And um, a Japanese band that knew very little English. And they just kept, like, playing the beginning to War Pigs and stuff like yes. that. Like, they were, they were great. They were great. Just some fun bands, yep. And, yeah, and at 2000, they are at the height of yeah. their career. Yep. Like, I know they're really big in Europe now, and they're kind of weird sounding. But, but like, in 2000, that was, like, Hooray for Boobies. It was only out for, like, a year or two. Yeah. It was a, it was, it was a good show. And who, climbing all over the ceiling and stuff. Who was the craziest yeah. people you toured with?
2: I mean, I know you say you get
0: all along with people, but like, there's gotta be some crazy
2: partiers out there that you guys saw. Out there. Um, or just I a- wouldn't say I wouldn't say that anybody partied any more or less than we did. Right. But, um, touring with Corn was fun. Oh, we did I one. We did one fun. tour where it was the Urge, Corn, and um, the Far Side. And the Far Side is like L.A. underground hip hop. Yeah. So man, them them cats were fun as hell to hang out with. <laughs> They're just funny. Like four comedians are all just funny as hell.
0: Uh-huh.
2: They were fun. It was a lot of fun. That tour was great. Corn, like <clears throat> they were on the label with us, so we did. We ended up doing a lot of touring together. Um, but they we matched up real well. Yeah. We matched up real well with them. We just our personalities matched up real nice, and so we spent a lot. We spent holidays together. That's Thanksgivings, so cool. Christmases were on the road. So they were like another second family with us. And, That's um, awesome. And our, our label guys were there, so it was nice.
0: Yeah. All right. I would definitely never ask you to give a name for the following question. Sure. I just want you to say, is there someone in your mind that say, you're like, I would never tour with them again? Say that again. If, if, <laughs> is there someone in your mind that you're like, I would never tour with them again? Fuck those guys. Well. <laughs> Again, not asking for you to it's name who. Like
2: it's almost it's it's. In my mind, there's a band I'm thinking about, but I would tour with them again, because there was one individual in the band who's mm-hmm. not in the band anymore. Gotcha. Ah. so it's just one cat who's just a dick, <laughs> <laughs> and he's not in the band anymore. So probably, 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 probably why. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I know. I know, there's a reason. There's a reason why I haven't been playing. I I gave up playing music a while back Like in in anything more than just like In my room Because I know I'm kind of a dick (laughs) <laughs> I know I'm kind of an, a, a, a difficult person to get Man, along I'm with. I'm a
1: drummer and I've tried to play music with him, and it's because
0: I knew I'm a dick. It's not
1: fun, yeah. It,
0: well, I, like, like I had my original phase. I had, right. you know, where I didn't. I just kind of want to play covers and have fun, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm really particular about what I want to play. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I'd play those songs with you. you just. And it's, just, it's like, like I always go through the same motions, and I'm like, hey, I, you know, I know you, you got to play to the crowd. You got. But often I'm, I'm a big believer And sometimes The crowd doesn't know What they want Until they hear it Yeah And so That's, I don't need to play Mustang Sally no, you do In every goddamn <laughs> show You don't even need You don't need to play it ever <laughs> Yeah no No Why would you And they're, they're like either? Oh I totally get you And then I'll be there For like I'll be there For practices. And be like We should cover Cumbersome And I'm like I'm out was like, <laughs> ah, hilarious Like, that's like I'm not funny. doing it like.
2: That's way too funny um, <laughs> I'm like I knew you were full of it
0: <laughs>
2: Oh that's <whew. laughs>
0: And I love Seven Mary Three I'm not right. I'm not talking shit I'm just like everybody plays Cumbersome Like yeah, I don't need to play that And that's what happens every time So I'm like eh I'm and just And a lot of people play Mustang Sally So <laughs> no one needs to play that There's like a list of 400 songs That you can guarantee you go to any bar 90% and you're gonna of what they're playing Is off that list Of three yeah. or four hundred songs Sure yeah, yeah. And and, I'm so, and sometimes If you can do it Really really well Either perfectly Or with your own span I don't care which one But but a lot of times Like you, even a song Like Closing Time yeah. Is a lot more complicated Than just four chords No repeat. there's a lot Going on there Actually yeah So if you actually Do that perfectly But per- most correct, people Will just murder it Yeah Then, then I'm down Because nobody yeah. else Is going to do that That's cool I'll do yeah. that or if you're gonna put like I've also been a fan of like doing like pop punk covers of mm-hmm. of different songs. That's too. why I like seeing a
2: duo or or a singular artist completely do their own interpretation of I don't care what it is, mm-hmm. but if they got a killer voice and they interpret it their way, that's way killer, more killer than watching a cover band do it. It's like right. I love watching an individual or a couple people interpret music um, it's bigger in my opinion yeah do you do covers when you're on your own a lot yeah a lot that's yeah. awesome but I'm, I'm just kind of the same way
0: I play the ones I like mm-hmm. so um, I also have an identity crisis with what I want to play too sure like, like I it's, I'll be, one day I'll be like oh I should put together a 90 uh, like a 90s punk cover band yeah. or then the next day I'll be like I should do like an acoustic duo sure <laughs>
2: But, you know, if you like, okay, I like a lot. So, there's going to be a good chance if if, I, if it's something I like, it's still going to reach a pretty good-sized audience. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to have a good time playing it, and there's a good chance that there's a lot of people who already know it or dig it. or Even if they don't like it, they know what it is, you know, so, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What
2: That's are you all.
1: listening to in your car right now? Like, what is your, what's your tops in the car?
2: Oh, man. Music-wise? Yeah. Right now, I'm going through all the Stevie Wonder stuff because I got to rehearse. Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of catching back up on all that stuff. Whatever, but um, I like a lot of jungle drum and bass. Um, I like I like electronic music, believe it or not. Um, I go through my phases, um, and then I love. Oh man, what what am I listening to right now?
0: I stumped them. Do you have any guilty pleasures that you know? If, if you pull up to a stoplight, your your windows are down. You might turn down a little bit. Yeah,
1: like mine's Michelle Branch. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, this hilarious. Like Vanessa, or like
0: Vanessa Carlton. Like I'll, yes.
1: I'll sing my heart out, but if I'm at a stoplight, I'm turning it down just a little bit, man. That's hilarious.
2: Just let that shit ride. Yeah. <laughs> what Love about it. what am I, what's my my guilty pleasure? I like um, I like Everclear. I don't know I don't know Ooh, how yeah. guilty that is. I really like Everclear. I band. Yeah, oh, right, that was the point, one of the first songs huge... I ever
1: learned how to play on the guitar. I was like, I think da, Strawberry da, 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 da. was
2: one of the first songs
0: I ever learned how to play. I like I
2: like Everclear.
0: A lot. I I like Everclear a lot. Yeah, but I think I was so convinced that they were on the same level as like all the other big '90s like grunge bands and stuff mm-hmm. that I, it's not until way later that I was like, I don't think they're the same like like popularity level. Oh, they're big. Trust me, where they already were. At one point, they were quite big. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I've seen them. They're great. Yeah. And I've always heard that Art is an awesome guy. Yeah, good dude. Yeah.
2: But yeah, I, it's one of them things where it's kind of a band that I don't think I typically would be like that into. I just really like everybody yeah. for some
0: reason. Uh, earlier or later?
2: Like earlier.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's how I am with the Chicago.
1: Like, I love that band. But that's Chicago? Chicago. Oh, band. I love yeah. Chicago. Yeah. That's how I am. I'll have that in the car, just pop it in every now that's, and then. That's
2: some good stuff. It's so good.
0: I love that shit. My, guilty, my Guilties are that 90s stuff, that OMC and <laughs> and uh, Steal My Sunshine, stuff like that. Oh, I like that, too. I like that. <laughs> I actually dig that. <laughs> Those are mine. Like, I, I I am like the the forgotten one-hit wonder. What wonders. is that? Lim
2: is that the name of the event? Yeah, Lim. Yeah. Lind. yeah.
0: Uh, if that they're actually brother and sister, okay. which makes the video that much weirder. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm like that '90s forgotten one-hit wonder freakish genius. Like I can remember all of them. Yeah,
1: like we have games and stuff, and he's he's like a master, just pulling clips out of his ass and like pulling like '90s games. Had a lot. Like he'll just be like one-hit wonder game, boom. Can you do that?
2: Especially in um, early 90s when the modern rock format just was becoming the wild was west. It was like 92, 93, You had the point. Point came in 95, I think, or 94. But other cities already had like modern rock stations. Man, they
0: were playing all
2: kinds of stuff. <laughs> I mean, like. Like room full of Asher
0: on the. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, like, corner shop. Yep. And some of my one of my favorites that's totally forgotten was Sprung Monkey. It's oh um, yeah, we toured with Sprung here. Monkey. Oh, yeah, I loved them, yeah. dude. They were awesome. Yep. The one that nobody remembers is the. Ba- this is the band name, not the song. Mister Jones. The band, the, band? the band is called Mr. Jones. They're you can they're not on Spotify. You can barely find any trace of them on YouTube. <laughs> I don't remember that. Either. But they were Maybe awesome. I song They were all awesome. Probably not. I don't even know if they had any hits or not. I just I associate those two. No, no. That's, That's just obscure ass, to to obscure ass shit. I, I know the chorus of one of the songs was "I jerked off twice because the first time wasn't good enough." Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's all I remember about it. (laughs) Yes.
2: No, there's a lot. It was King Missile. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh man, it was like it was a were playing music was everywhere.
0: And it was wild. Like Tripping Daisy. Oh I Got a Girl. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that's one of them CDs I got from Columbia House. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Boss Tones to got big run like
2: right around that time
0: again.
1: Oh, the Boss Tones. I love the Boss Oh, I, tones. yeah, I love Boston. Oh.
0: They're awesome.
1: I always wanted that dude's voice for the longest time. It sounds like he smoked like 90 packs of cigarettes a day. That's great.
0: Oh. Boss Tones, one of the many, bo- bo- like Boss Tones, Urge and Our Lady Peace and Monster Magnet Monster were the four Magnet. that I remember Shit. always being at Point Fest.
2: Oh yeah. Our Lady Peace came through here a
0: lot. I fucking love Our yeah, Lady I of like Peace. I like them. They're great.
2: I like them a lot. Um They're the- who else Who else comes through? Chevelle comes through here a lot, but they're way later on. Yeah. Um, Still, I remember them though. Breaking yeah. Ben comes. To me oh all
0: yeah, the time. yeah. Papa Roach
2: Benjamin. is here all the time.
0: I think I heard somewhere Breaking Benjamin. I think the point was the first station to start playing. Probably it. was yeah. yeah.
2: This big market,
0: they might be giants. Oh, I love it, Yeah, I've seen them a bunch. Yeah, at Point Fest. It's a big at, market for them. Yeah. Uh, whatever they did downtown, the free shows they used to do yeah. downtown. <laughs> That's where I also first saw Collective Soul, Jane Blossoms. And uh, god damn it, I love the Jim Blossoms. Man, where was that show at? Uh, different shows, they were both River America, so okay, yeah, I, I miss those. I, I miss know. the
1: shows down at the riverfront, like Fourth of July ones. Collective so so Soul bands was there.
0: Unchained. Yeah. Collective Soul and Morris Day in the motherfucking time oh. on the same bill. <laughs> nice. Oh,
1: we, oh, we, oh. That's what you would awesome. get at a
0: rib fest, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was great. There was another band too, but honestly, I don't remember who it was. It was probably like Jackal or something. <laughs> Jackal.
1: Jackal's so tight, do not. <laughs> they live. actually
0: are quite tight. Yeah, they have that chainsaw song. Yeah. Don't. I'm you just, just saying that's, still that's the still type dirty. of mix that oh they used, God, to, they so used so to do with them rib Americas
1: <laughs> You get then,
0: you get everything In those shows. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then and then uh, That They Might Be Giants It was I don't remember What the actual show was But it was downtown In the park And it was um What was that girl Local girl Who, who got kind of big At the same time As in Point Essentials and Christine Young Maybe No I don't remember man I don't remember well, But I do remember from Radio Iodine Yeah I think so I think so Yeah I think it was her, Yeah And um, yeah. Cause they were on A major label for a bit Radio Iodine was Yeah I love those bands. Uh, the The first, the, the here's the one album I don't have. I do have it digitally, but I don't have the sleeve that I used to own. The first Mesh record, Ripple Effect. Oh my god! That was such a good
1: album. I still have a mesh shirt from back in the day.
0: I yeah, I have nice. like I have the mesh and the mesh SDL stuff and yep. their albums, and Modern Day Zero. But mm-hmm. I mean, this was a, like a purple cardboard sleeve. Cool. And it was awesome. It was only like five songs, but it was so good. So I want some good. of these cassettes he keeps telling us about. That's what I want.
2: Cassette <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got cassettes. Oh. There's I definitely s- some cassettes, yeah. I
0: saw Costco is selling a Bluetooth cassette boombox. looks like out of right out of the eighties. Yeah, they got those. That's awesome. That's um, awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, we released our first three independent releases on cassette and C D.
0: So oh. I mean that was the like eighties, late eighties, early nineties, yeah, so that, like you definitely Seemed like you were A house party band Back then We played a lot of House party bands yeah. we,
2: played, <laughs> we, played a, we played a lot of VFW halls House parties Cause you couldn't Get yeah. in a bar You couldn't They wouldn't let us play it. Cause we were all original uh,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah We
2: couldn't just play a bar Right So we had to play Our own parties Which was great Those were fun as hell Oh go ahead man House parties Playing with the urge Come There's on There's nothing more fun Right Than a house party dude <laughs> Seriously For real <laughs> if You haven't seen Anything to You You can Put it this way You see everything In a house party Yeah <laughs> I've been to some wild ones it Not urge goes, wild It all but goes down man. at a house
0: party Yes Oh man I'm sure urge house parties Were way wilder <laughs> Than <laughs> my house parties It all <laughs> goes down
1: <laughs> well, well, you want to wrap it up, man? Yeah, yeah, we can wrap it up. Thanks, Steve. We really appreciate you coming yeah, you on, got it, man. man. It's this great. has been
0: fun. Oh, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, for real. I know we know you're probably so busy. Yeah. And, uh, it's great, just to I take love taking the time. Doing this,
1: yeah. man. It's
2: we appreciate it. Thank you. Every oh. every podcast is different. Seriously, I got, every time I do one is different. Like more things come out or different yeah. things come out. It's just it's great to do this. I love doing it. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, we appreciate you. Oh, yep. well, that's the wrong that's button. That's the wrong button. <laughs> God damn it.
2: <laughs> well, for this week
1: on Trash Panda Puckers, I'm Colin. And I'm Guts. Have a week.
2: Yo, what's up? This is Steve Hewing from The Urge. And I want you to play that motherfucking Trash Panda podcast.